pterodactyl scream. Don't you dare. <laughs> Something funny? But I'm still in the same country. <laughs> <laughs> the second they came together, it was beautiful. Welcome to Woden Oddcast. Today we're talking Will Ferrell on this odd chat. Da 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 da. You know, before we get into that, oh, you know, it's fucking snowing here today in Michigan. <laughs> Hard. Um, you know, I've I recently found out a really fun fact about snow. That it's cold? No, 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 no. Oh. Did you know that when the it snows, room? my eyes become large and the light that you shine can't be seen? Baby! Baby! <laughs> I was fuck, I was listening to Kiss from a Rose on the way home. I'm like, how do I get this into the podcast today? Well, well, again, welcome to What an Outcast. Share a minute kind with me as always, Anthony Denny, the Kiss of a Rose. Hello. Mmm, that's hot. That's a hot take. So, yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, we're talking uh, Will Ferrell. Uh, before we get into the Will Ferrell as well, I just do want to clarify that the channel will not have episode 50 up on Monday. So any of you that are going to be looking, maybe you didn't forgot or you haven't paid attention, whatever. I don't know what you people are doing. Episode 50 has been delayed. (laughs) Just you people, shut up. (laughs) Episode 50 has been delayed by a week uh, because there's... There, there's. I want to make sure I have all possible info that I want to do use for episode fifty, which, as I've announced and shown, it'll be at Ednetti. Very excited to talk about it. It's a huge childhood favorite cartoon of mine, <clears throat> and mine. Oh yes, it's it's a good one. Um, so there's a ton of info that I'm looking into, and I want to make sure I have it all. Um, on top of that, the odd chat that'll follow episode fifty is a special thank you to the fans, uh, for you know being with us over all this time. And I want to make sure I have everything for that. So it's all just been delayed by a week. But don't worry, we have this odd chat and next week's odd chat on Thursday. Monday, we'll be putting out something uh, to kind of showcase the other things we're doing here. Uh, a little something to hold you over while we finish up. Um, but it should yeah. be fun. The worst thing to do to people is tease them. Well, I'm going to tease even more because Saturday, uh, Fireside Chats, the other podcast that I run with my good friend James... Uh, we have Infocast 5000 coming on Saturday, and we're going to be live streaming it over on Twitch ACS. Uh, so go go check that out. Go check our Facebook and our Instagram. You can find the links to everything you need to for Saturday if you want to watch us live. If not, it'll be out on podcast platforms. But you should definitely check it out because yeah. Infocast guys are really cool, and I'm very excited to, to have them on uh, for an episode there. Now, I'm going to just say this out loud. The uh, Twitch is ACS underscore create. Yes. That way you can find it. Yes. And again, you can find it all on our social media stuff, so don't worry, your little head. Uh, but anyway, let's get into Will Ferrell. So. Ah, yes. John William Ferrell, born in Irvine, California, to Betty Kay, a teacher, and Loy Ree Ferrell Jr., a musician. Is that is that for real? Yes, yeah, on his I, IMDb page. Well, I, I didn't look at any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going by like movies and whatnot. And you're over here going full detail, son of a bitch. So, 
<laughs> so yeah, we're going to go over his movies, uh, mainly because I've seen almost everything he's done. I like Will Ferrell. I think he's a funny guy. Uh, I've seen a lot of his SNL stuff. I think it's I, like there's a lot of it that's funny. Um, you know, it's funny. And then, the, and then there's a lot of it that's not. But hey, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, because I actually sent. Uh, we were. I was talking. Me and James were testing out to uh, make sure the live stream would go fine with Fireside uh, later this on this you know couple days here. Um, and he hadn't seen the Evil Boss skit. I sent that to him and just listened to him die. <laughs> you know the evil boss skit. I would fucking hope you know that one. I I believe I do. I just probably just need a refresher. I think isn't Pierce Brosnan hey! in it or something? Like hey! <laughs> oh, what did I do? <laughs> The one that uh, the one that uh, I think James died on the most is when the guy's walking in with a bagel, and he jumps up and like smacks it out of his hand, and the guy's like, "What did you do that for?" Oh, that's exactly the response I was looking for, and then proceeds to just beat the hell out of him. <laughs> yeah, Will Fer- he's great. I I loved him. I love him in a lot of the uh, SNL. Oh God, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So let's get into the movies here. Uh, so I have a ranking pulled up from, uh, let's see here, let me double check, uh, from, it was on Vulture.com, it was one that randomly popped up, and it had every movie that, up to 2017, uh, and I was like, okay, that's, that's fine, uh, well, I guess actually technically 2018, because there's a yeah, really bad one on here, uh, but they kind of ranked them down, and, uh, I kind of want your opinion on how you feel about it, and, uh, you know, because, uh, I like Will Ferrell, and people tended to shit on him, so... Alright, yeah. So at the top of the list, the very worst, they have The House. Garbage. Haven't even seen it. Don't care to. (laughs) Has Will Ferrell ever looked this dispirited and just utterly defeated? What sounds like a solid, if high concept, premise. A couple attempt to pay for their daughter's college by setting up a casino in their suburban neighborhood. Whoa! Whoa! This summer. <laughs> this summer. What ensues is possibly the worst movie everyone in this cast has been involved in. <laughs> Ooh, worst movie so far. The movie doesn't even build up to jokes, let alone follow through on them, leads to an airless, desperate comedy in which every cast member is stranded. Feral can barely be roused from his slumber he seems exhausted and depressed and it seems uh sort of it doesn't seem very hard to blame him what if you threw an improv comedy movie but no one bothered to show up to show up this is what happened that is uh that is how they 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 define that movie uh, i've seen it um the people that were watching I think it i've seen it I believe it was my grandmother and my mother that were watching it. Uh, but it was on TV. They were watching it. They were laughing and having a good time. Um, but they're not the best judge of movies. And I sat and watched a little bit, and it was it was pretty bad. It was very much like joke gets set up, and then it's kind of a weak payoff. It, it wasn't that great. Uh, I feel it had a lot more, a lot more that it could have been, and it just didn't go for it. I can agree. <clears throat> Are you ready for the next one that I think should have been the the top of the worst? Yes. 
Holmes and Watson in 2018. Man, I remember I was excited to see that movie, and then I just didn't. I did and see And then this I heard. One. I, uh... Yeah, I did see this one, and it was not It was not good. It was just not good. It was a terrible f- performance from both from both of them. Uh, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. It was just very half-assed on both of their ends. And, like, any of the bits that were funny, you saw in that trailer. <laughs> like, I shit you not. Uh, and even those... Out of context, those were more funny than the overall scene it was involved in. Like, the whole, like, smacking the bee and the bee case falling. That, taking out of context, way funnier than what the whole actual fucking thing was. Because it just went on for way too long, and there wasn't very much of it that was funny. And the breaking the bee case thing happens, and that was in the trailer, and everybody thought it was funny. But overall, it just fell flat. (laughs) Because they just kept it going. Oh. But totally the best version of Sherlock Holmes and God Dr. no. Watson they even ever, make right? a fucking Titanic joke. Can you be more specific to Titanic joke? In at the end of the movie They stop the titular like your the villains in on 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 a on a ship and they get everyone off of it. And he turns around, Will Ferrell turns around, and he's like, On my name, I tell you this ship will make it to where it's going. God help me. And as it, as they turn away, it reveals that it's the Titanic. I was like, ah, that, that, was, that was a low-hanging fruit joke setup of like, Oh, we're battling on a ship. Oh, we could totally... Yeah, it's the Titanic. Why not? It doesn't... It didn't make... It just didn't make any fucking sense. Because <laughs> it's I, Victorian just... arid style shit. Like, okay, what yeah, are you doing? I got, I got a year, and I'm going to look up the Titanic. Well, okay. So, Titan. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sherlock Holmes first appears in 1887. Okay. Titanic happened in 1912. So unless this is a like sixty-year-old <laughs> Holmes, I don't really think he's got to be no younger than thirty. Yeah, do you see what do you see what I mean? Because I knew as soon as I saw Titanic come up there, I was like, "There's no way. There's there's no way that the Titanic would even be at the point of where this movie's proceeding to take place at." Um. Uh, and yeah, I was correct. I swore to God it wasn't, and it was just a very lame joke. Like it was, it was just not well set up at all. Um, I, and the whole movie's like that. Like the entire fucking movie. Like there's a point where uh, Watson, played by John C. Riley, he, uh, him and him and Holmes meet uh, a female doctor, and they have like a whole. There's a whole segmented joke about the time period of like, women, they can't be doctors. You can't be a doctor. No, you're not a doctor. Like, they have that as an ongoing joke constantly after that character's introduced. And none of the times they do it is it fucking funny. Because it's... <laughs> they just don't deliver it well. <laughs> like, it, it, 
it feels like the way some of the comedy goes back and forth between those two, as compared to what we see with better movies, like I know most people's favorite with those two would probably be Talladega Nights. Everybody I know has loved that fucking movie. And I get it. It's a, it's a really good one with those two. But they're back and forth in there. The jokes they have back and forth in that movie are pretty good. Like it's a pretty good way of uh, how they do, you know, with each other. Holmes and Watson, on the other hand, feels like somebody just sat them down in a room and we're just like, all right, here's some jokes. All right, good. Use that on camera. And that's the extent of every joke that they do in that movie. That's that's really harsh. I I mean to be harsh because it was terrible. I had no, I meant, high hopes. I meant them. They're they're harsh. Like they're they're just bad jokes. Oh, your oh. opinions are harsh. Your opinion is valid. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Number th- okay. So yeah. So uh, we have this uh, Holmes and Watson. Yeah, and they do the same thing compared to Step Brothers and things like that, where we see these two do well. But in this one, they just come off as silly and unprofessional, and it's not funny. Yes, I agree. Uh, the next movie up, The Suburbans, which I have not seen. I have not heard of this. He's seen neither have I. Oh, thank you. I'm not the only it's not one. On, it's, it's not on my list either. Oh, well, 1999. Ah, in case you forgot, the mid to late 90s film featured a series of floppy haired, dopey white nerds writing and starring in self aggrandizing, amateurish, winsome, quote unquote, unquote indie con- comedies. Sorry, but how difficult is it for winsome, dopey white nerds to find love if Lucy Fells, Eric Schaefer, is the most pervier? Oh, okay, never mind. I know what they're trying to say. <clears throat> the most pervious. Okay, you know, I'm going to skip this whole thing because the way they worded it is really weird, and I'm not retarded. It is just really weird the way they worded this the whole thing because I. I'm stuck on that word, and I'm looking ahead, and it doesn't get any better. There's no commas where there should be commas, and it's throwing me off. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very long sentence. Uh... Oh, okay. Okay. You reading a little bit ahead? Yes. So... <clears throat> About an 80s band led by Ward featuring Will Ferrell as the bassist that gets back together when a rock label seductress, Jennifer Love Hewitt, naturally. Oh, God. <laughs> I love how they put naturally. Puts they them... put naturally in there? Yes, they did. <laughs> oh, my God. Is who on first as well? <laughs> P- puts them on a reality TV show. This is 90s grungy access at its absolute worst. Though it's funny to see a to see a doing a favor Ben Stiller and just starting out J.J. Abrams in supporting roles and Farrell completely wasted in a test run for his old school role. When did this movie come out? Ninety nine. Old school didn't come out till oh god, much later. I thought. Hey, you know things happen oh anthony's gonna get mad <laughs> anthony's about oh, to get mad oh 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 tell me why i'm gonna get mad mr minikine please i love getting mad on this show <laughs> i think the point of odd chat is now just to make you as mad as possible um can you guess what the next movie is well there's only so many movies i have checkmarked 
I, I'm pretty sure you like this one. Oh, I, I am pretty sure I do. <clears throat> well, let's see. That's a pretty tell. Um, I have a question. Yeah. Does it involve music from Hathaway? Maybe. I'll give you a hint. Uh-huh. It started as an SNL skit. Well, that narrows it down to two. Yeah. Does it, did uh, this SNL skit involve Jim Carrey originally? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> A Night at the Roxbury yep. is what number? Uh, Number 30 out of 33. <laughs> I... I... Hey, you come here to party? You want to party? You want to dance? Come on, let's dance. Get it? Get it? This, okay, 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 okay. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not slamming things. I'm, I'm trying not to do that anymore. <laughs> um. Well, let me. But uh... why the fuck is it number thirty? <laughs> Ooh. Uh. Well, folks. Uh. If you're standing with us, it's about to get sensual and loud up in here in Oddcast. You know what I just realized? They haven't even said Bewitched yet. No, they haven't. Why is Bewitched <laughs> higher than A Night at the Roxbury? <clears throat> Why? Well, sir, if you would just sit the fuck down, I'll tell you. Perhaps the thinnest of all SNL skit to movie translation. And that really is saying a lot. Farrell bobs his head a lot and mostly plays second fiddle to Chris Catton. Something that would never, ever happen again. This isn't no. even the right kind of dumb guy Farrell role. Even the best, no. most dunderheaded, stupid Farrell characters deep down know they're awkward goofs and just want somebody to understand them. This guy just jumps up and down a lot. You're better off just forgetting Farrell was in this. Did they watch the movie? <laughs> like, there's a whole thing about the movie getting married, and he's... Oh, he's getting married to Marley Ringwald. Not Marley Ringwald. Molly Shannon, whatever her name is. Jared. I know, buddy. Daddy's Home 2 hasn't been said yet. Oh, you know, it's funny you mentioned Daddy's Home 2. Uh, we're, we're not, we're not... <laughs> <They're> 29. <laughs> You're fucking kidding me. A sequel to a movie that I did not see is above... I, okay, no, I'm going to the fucking IMDb. We're, we're, we're looking at this fucking... Ooh. Number 29, Daddy's Home 2. The, uh, you know, I have feelings. <laughs> I've seen this one as well. Do you know how this movie ends? No. It is... Okay, so I'm going to rip apart the ending to this movie, and if anybody here is listening and they actually enjoy Daddy's Home 2, please feel free to skip ahead. <sighs> they get trapped... In a movie theater at the end because of a snowstorm, right? Right. A fight breaks out between Mark Wahlberg and uh, 
What? Basically, oh. all the dads start fighting, and then everyone ends up banding together, be like, we shouldn't be fighting. We're all trapped here at Christmas, and we all love each other. Let's all sing this song. And they sing a Christmas carol-y song. They all get along. Everyone feels better. End of movie. They all make up. That's stupid. Yeah, that's the By ending. Way, I just want to say, everything on the internet says that Night at the Roxbury is better than Daddy's Home 2. Thank you. Thank you. That's why I wanted to I go over that this movie list. so much, so many times. So have I. Um, Jared, do you like Night of the Roxbury? I do. I, I actually, uh, anytime. Ask me if I like it. Do you like it? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do the head bopping thing at work all the time whenever uh, any of the songs. Like, they, they play the song from that movie at work on the the radio station that they pick, and I'll just start doing the head bump, and I'll go up to people and be like, hey, you come here often? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, people who don't know that movie look at you very, very fucking weird. <laughs> me? Him? Me? Him? Him? Me? Him? Me? Both of us? <laughs> <coughs> The only part of Daddy's Home too, because uh, I again, this was something a family member was watching, and I just happened to walk in when it was going. I'm like, oh, you know, I'll check it out. The only part of this movie that I kind of laughed at was the thermostat. Was the only part of this whole movie that I actually laughed at. Let me guess, it's a joke about no one touching the thermostat. Oh yes, but it involves all three, all three. Uh, oh no, sorry, all four dads in the house. Wow, that sounds like. Peak comedy right there. It's like the the daughter goes and like turns the thermostat down. Then you get Will Ferrell, Mel Gibson, uh, Mark Wahlberg, and uh, 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 fuck. I don't even know who's in that fucking movie. Let me see. I got the IMDb I'm right drawing, here. I'm drawing the name. Uh, Mel John Lithgow. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they all get up in like their shirt and underwear. And they're like, "Who? Somebody touched the thermostat? It feels feels colder in here. Somebody touched the thermostat. Oh, it's getting warm in here. Somebody touched it again. And it just it that's the only part that kind of made me laugh because it's just it's an easy dad joke, but it was the way they approached it was kind of funny. It's just that she turns it up, and then just all of them wake up immediately. It's just like, who touched it? Who touched it? And then they all start arguing about which one of them did it. And then the girl comes out and is like, "No, it was cold in here." They're like, "Don't ever touch the thermostat." <laughs> Anyway, oh uh, yeah, Daddy's Home Two is uh, is uh, twenty nine. Okay. Oh no, I'm gonna get mad because I actually enjoyed this one. I know not everybody did, but I I did. Number twenty eight, Land of the Lost. Ooh, you know I. Mm. I, I don't know. I, I I enjoyed it. I know it's not the best Will Ferrell movie, but I find it enjoyable. You know, I I, I have a an X on my thing, but I feel like that's a little harsh because I haven't seen it in such a long time. Probably not since high school. I think I watched it with you. I only remember the the giant ass mosquito drinking his blood while he's trying to think sing the theme song. Yeah, yeah, that happens. So the reason why I put an X is because it wasn't memorable for me. Oh, okay, you know maybe we'll you know we're gonna have to rewatch it at some point then. It, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's the best he's ever done, but I don't think it's awful. Uh, so that's number twenty eight. 
Number 27, Get Hard. Yeah. Yeah. All right, but you didn't like Get Hard? You don't like no, you don't like it's to not Get Hard? That, it's not <laughs> Dude, I love Getting Hard. It's not that I didn't like the movie. I just feel like it could have done better. Yeah. The concept was great. I think it had a lot of funny moments in it, though. I did. You get to see Will Ferrell's penis in it, I <laughs> If I remember that correctly. I think it's like right in the beginning, I, I, I the introduction. I don't know if it, I don't know if they show you Will Ferrell penis. I know they show you another guy's penis. I'm pretty sure Will... Well, at least Will Ferrell is body doubles penis. I'm pretty sure that there's, his... his there's also there. Kevin Hart's line of Nazi titties. They show you big, huge titties smashed all over a windshield. <laughs> and you get Kevin Hart's line, Oh my God, Nazi titties! Uh, I think... So that's Get Hard. Uh, for If you haven't seen Get Hard, the whole premise is that uh, uh, Will Ferrell is a big CEO that gets in trouble for money laundering and things, so he's going to go to jail. Uh, well, prison. And uh, he... <sighs> Kevin Hart is a black man, obviously, and Will Ferrell, being the rich CEO guy, just assumes that that he's been to prison before, and he ends up hiring him to teach him how, but uh, Kevin Hart is a complete pussy and has never been to prison in his life, so the whole movie is him faking trying to teach Will Ferrell how to live in prison, and it, I mean, it does have a lot, it does have some pretty fucking good moments in it, though. Like, I have to say, I think the thing that made me laugh, one of the things that made me laugh the most with that one was when he goes to the gangsters and he teaches them how to run the stock market. Oh, yeah. And then it goes back and they're all just standing around like, oh, man, I just took this dude for 30 G's. Yo, you got to make sure you do. Like, they're all just talking stock market. <laughs> it's, you better make it sure you get amazing. insurance on that dog. <laughs> It it has its good moments, but it definitely uh, it does feel like something that uh, could have been done better. But I don't think it was awful. Um, I I agree. Oh well, I'm glad we finally agree. God, God, to think we've been friends this long. Hey, Anthony, you ready yeah, to get mad again? You. Oh, I I love getting mad. <laughs> Please. <clears throat> Tell me, Daddy. Take a guess at what they have at number 26. Well, it's one you mentioned. Superstar? Nope. Zoolander? Nope. You mentioned it earlier. Used to be a TV show. Old school? I'm sorry, I'm just drawing a blank. Bewitched! Oh! <laughs> There's a joke in that movie where Nicole Kidman yeah. looks, confesses that she's a witch, and she goes, I'm a witch! And do you know what his response is? No, because I have not seen it. I'm a Packers fan. I'm sorry. Because he's being funny. Fuck that movie. <laughs> um, I have not seen this movie, um, but I have not heard the greatest things about it. Do, do you Do you want to know the concept of it? Is it exactly like the TV show? No, 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 no. Oh, you so see, they changed it. So it's terrible. You see, 
there's a witch, Nicole Kidman, who's a real witch. Okay. And she starts living in the world. And so Will Ferrell's character is remaking Bewitched. Okay, I've heard enough. It's terrible. And hires Nicole Kidman. Nope, nope. I've heard enough. I've heard enough. As the the witch. So, the real witch becomes part of the the show Bewitched, which is about a real... That movie (coughs) exists. A textbook example of how not to use Will Ferrell. He's neutered down to a bland, depressing facsimile of himself here. A white-bred, double-take machine reacting to theoretical comedy stylings of Nicole Kidman. Farrell bugs his eyes out and sighs. A series of increasingly desperate spit-takes. But this project was probably doomed from the get-go. This has a 4.8 on IMDb. Daddy's Home 2 has a 6. Wow. That should just tell you how bad it is. Yeah. This movie made $131,000. Wow. I'm sorry, $131 million. Still. (sighs) So... Number 25, you ready? I am. <coughs> I don't know if you've seen this movie, Anthony. Um, I'm pretty sure you have. Pretty sure we watched it, right? I'm trying I, to think. I don't know. I don't have the list I, in front of me. I, I think we've watched this one together at some point. Uh, the Campaign. Oh, this, yeah, this is a good movie. I like this They movie. have this one at 25 out of 33. Really? Yep. He fucks his wife. I fucked your wife. <laughs> you know, that movie everybody is keeps so asking how that baby is. Maybe you should all be asking how my hand is. <laughs> That's the best fucking running joke that where baby he punches a baby. had an iron jaw. My hand hurts. I can't even make a fist. <laughs> <sighs> that is like... Is there another movie where Zach Alphanakis and Will Ferrell are in? Yes. Between Two Ferns, the movie. Will Ferrell oh. plays the funnier die CEO that he is, except they make him a... Uh... Yeah, he's playing a Will Ferrell-esque character of himself, in a way. That movie... That movie has such like great. They have such a great dynamic together. Oh, those two work really well together. I'd love to see more with those two in it. Um, because they do work well together. Um. Uh, the you know I think one of the parts out of this movie um, was uh, when the kids are all sitting down to dinner and they're all telling truths. The kids, the responses they come up with, fucking kill me every goddamn time because I just laugh more and more the more things that they all start talking about. I shaved the, I shaved the dog and glue its hair on my private parts. <laughs> Let's take fireflies up my butthole. Why? Make my farts glow. I fucking love Zach Galifianakis. He's just had that soft voice. Got his pugs. Oh, I know you like you some pugs. I do like me some pugs. Go fuck yourself if you don't like them. I, I grew up with them. I had a few growing up. I uh, love the fucking things. 
god, they are a, they are a the goofiest fucking dog I've ever had. Monstrosity of of dogs, like they're horrible. But god, don't I love them? <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> but yeah, the the campaign. It's uh, they're both. Uh, you have Will Ferrell playing the governor, and he's it, wait, is he governor or is it the Senate? I think it's Senate. I think he's uh, senator. Uh, and Will Ferrell's running for re-election. No one's running against him again. And then Zach Galifianakis walks in, and he's he's running. And it a whole bunch of shit ensues between the two of them. Um, <coughs> Wacky shenanigans, but the fun kind. No Titanic joke. <clears throat> Number 24. Superstar. Okay, I mean, not really a Will Ferrell movie, but he's in it. Yeah, yeah, you know, I'm gonna skip that one because I, I agree with that one. Oh man, they man, they ranked this one so low. Oh, I'm heartbroken just because I do like what? this movie. As you've just tuned in, welcome to breaking news. We've just gained word of a promotion coming over the air anthony what is this promotion what? we got in the forecast well the promotion that i'm seeing here if you would look at this giant green street behind me and as i point to imaginary numbers we have an we have a promotion coming from unfortunately that is in latin and i cannot read latin oh we apologize uh the the editor is coming in now it is stitcherpremium.com what is that anthony we have the information uh, coming through now well, you see, Stitcher Premium is a website, uh, Stitcher, the premium version of that, Sorry, Stitcher. which allows you to listen to special content as well as ad-free. Uh, oh, really? So ad-free so I can go find any podcast I enjoy and I can listen to it without ads? Yes. Oh, my God. And what is the promotion that's running? Well, right now, if you go to stitcher.com slash... You can get a free... Oh. oh, we are getting another editor note. Oh, man, this is... Uh, I'm being told you're being fired. Uh, ah. <laughs> Anthony Burrito Man is now being fired. Um, and we're here to correct uh, what he just said, folks. It's actually stitcherpremium.com. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R premium.com. You go over there, use promo code ODDCAST, you get your first 30 days free on us. So, uh, a fun little thing there. Anthony, what are you going to do without your job? I'm going to go to Disneyland! Oh! (laughs) It's good to see. Good to see in the industry. You all have a wonderful day! Good evening. Today we'd like for you to sample... A little something on the menu, the CLT sandwich. It doesn't seem like much to have only one item on your menu, but we are sure that this one sandwich full of creatures, tales beyond worlds, and lore that will blow your mind, we are sure to fill your void. So come, have the CLT sandwich. Oh, they put both of them on here. Wow, that is really sad. Both of them. So 23, uh, 33, remember. We're 10 in. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, and Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me. 
Okay, I mean, also surprised that he's he that's on there. I guess I guess he's in it. He plays. He music. is. He plays. Uh, I, I fucking love the character. <laughs> Hello. Hello. You shot me. Can somebody please? I seem to have broken my leg. <laughs> if you could just throw down some bandages, maybe some antiseptic gel. I'm going to attempt to get up. Oh, oh no, it is very badly broken. <laughs> I just, I love how in both movies, he not only doesn't die, but he just doesn't shut up. Also, if you ask him a question three times, he has to answer. answer. And he comes up with that stupid loophole like, oh, he asked you three times. No, he didn't, because technically it was a different question. <coughs> the fucking... But yeah, then yeah, then as you were saying, well before that, the when he goes down into the chair, gets all set on fire. Help! Can somebody please help me? I'm very badly burned. There's a door down here, but it doesn't seem to open from this side. Oh, sir! And then gunshot. Everyone starts talking. Like, oh, you shot me! Why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bagelsworth. Oh. oh, God. I don't even remember his name. He was like, Muf- I want to say it was Mufasta or something like that. Yeah, I believe. Maybe they put it in the description. I honestly, I want to say Mufasta. I want to say you're right. Uh-uh. Mustafa. 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 Yeah, I just got to it. <clears throat> An ethnically ambiguous henchman to Dr. Abel. Who's <laughs> <laughs> true? <laughs> whose two distinguishing qualities are revealing sensitive information only after you've asked him three times in a row and suffering traumatic injuries that leave him comically at death's door. If, like us, you find the Austin Powers series more missed than hit, you may not even remember the Feral was in any of them, but his character's off-the-charts anguish is an all-too-brief pleasure in the franchise. I don't know. I, the only one I would say I, I just I tend to stay away from for the most part would be gold me- uh, gold member. I kind of just stay away from that one. It, it's it that one's really really hit or miss. Doesn't have Will Ferrell in it, so. <laughs> uh, but those yeah. two there I do enjoy. Uh, I, I enjoyed them since I was a kid. Sh- a smelting accident. Uh, I don't know. I, I think Mike Myers had his time. And I think Austin Powers was really that time. Um, oh my god! Okay, I'm honestly very fucking mad now. Ooh, because I just realized that this movie had not been said, and it should have been towards the top of this fucking list. Oh, tell me. So, okay, so let's back up a minute. We've said Austin Powers, right? We've right. said the campaign and Superstar, right. right? And a night at the Roxbury. Yes. And Daddy's Home 2. Can't forget that one. 22, Zoolander 2. Are you fucking kidding me? You put Zoolander actually... 2 above anything else that's been said so far? <laughs> I haven't seen that, so I can't Don't judge, watch but I've it. heard that it's bad. Do not watch Okay, I, I rented it because I was very excited. I was like, oh my god, Like I, I know. Zoolander's great. See, my... My, my... my male models. 
<laughs> my my father hates Zoolander. He thinks it's fucking stupid uh, and terrible. And I always tell him he's point? wrong because Zoolander is hilarious. He's supposed to be stupid. Water is the essence of wetness, and wetness is the essence of water. Merman. 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 And the whole gas scene. <laughs> okay, there, Zoolander. I hope is 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 lower in this list than is a better movie. Because I mean, fuck, put Zoolander two above fucking even the campaign. Like, come on now. But no, Zoolander two just it relies so much on what they did in the first movie. But it's just Zoolander. It's very poorly done. Uh, I just didn't think it was very funny at all. Like, it, there was a lot of things that they try to make more references about modeling now, and it's just not funny. And they bring back Will Ferrell, and I was hoping he would be funny, but again, they just kind of try to recycle the same things from the first movie, but they're half-assed compared to that. So overall, I thought this movie was just... It was very lackluster compared to what I had enjoyed out of the first one. They didn't try to expand on anything they just tried to copy paste and it just turned out terrible mm, like get hitting that nostalgia but just hitting it over with a hard with a hammer oh they put it they actually do put it kind of well here <clears throat> zoolander 2 is exhibit a of what can go wrong with a comedy sequel it's bigger busier more bloated and a whole hell of a lot less funny wait i have a question yes does it have billy zane in it I don't remember. I only saw it once. Then what's even the fucking point? (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite fucking cameo in that movie. Besides David Bowie, of course. Where it's just... Oh my god, David Bowie is a Zoolander, isn't he? Yeah, he's the uh, judge. Oh, fuck, I completely forgot about that. (laughs) (laughs) David Bowie. Fuck you, David Bowie. I love... I love the book that they just show up out of nowhere. You're like, okay, yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, okay, this list is really worrying me because there's some movies coming on now that I'm just like, oh, why? Why is that not higher? Because immediately after Zoolander 2, they put 21 as kicking and screaming. Oh, that movie's hilarious. Got Josh Hutcherson. He plays Will Ferrell's brother. Born the same day as Will Ferrell's son. I think this movie is okay. I don't think it was as good as some of the ones that we've said before it. I I, I think it's funny, but I just don't think it's as good. Um, and after that, number twenty, the producers. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't think I've seen this one. Oh God. Okay, so this movie. Uh, Mike could tell you. <clears throat> pardon me. Uh, Mike could tell you a lot about it because he's a great movie. But basically, Matthew Broderick and Nathan Lane, uh, they're trying to make a terrible musical. That they're something about if it bombs, they get a lot of money. Okay. So they get the worst musical produced to go on Broadway, and it's made by Will Ferrell. And the you want to know what the musical is called? Exactly the same thing. No, it's called Springtime for Hitler. And Will Ferrell's a Nazi. 
Is it is that movie good or bad? I have not seen it. It's good. You should okay. see. It. I ha- I haven't seen the original one, but I saw the the remake. The original one had Gene Wilder in it. Okay. But the fact that there's a musical number that's springtime for Hitler and Germany. <laughs> the fact that that's a whole musical number. Okay, that should sell you enough on that. I might have to check that one out now. Uh, okay, so... Oh, yep, sorry, lost my place. It scrolled up on me. Number 19. Everything must go. I've never heard of that one. Part of Pharaoh's serious period, quote-unquote. This one is very serious. It's a sleepy dirge. He plays an alcoholic whose life has fallen apart and responds by selling all of his possessions off in his front lawn. Farrell tries to invest his character with a truly damaged, even disturbed soul who spent most of the film, and we spend most of the film waiting for him to explode. But then the film sells out and softens him up in the end. This is Farrell's toning down everything and overall taking away what makes Frail great and calling it acting. Sort of like the number 23 with Jim Carrey. Yes, except that uh, I ha- I, I believe I have seen it. I don't think this one's that bad. I think he could, I, I, I don't think it was that bad. I know a lot of people that have liked this movie. Um, I just haven't heard of it. It is a damper of a movie, but I, I think the way he does it, I don't think it was terrible. You know? What what year did it come out? Uh, two. 2010. 2010, okay. Oh, hey, that movie I haven't seen. Oh. Number 18, Downhill. I haven't seen it because it just came out. Mm. Yeah. It I, just don't came have anything, out I don't have anything to say about it because I haven't seen it. So, um, well, <laughs> it has a 4.9 out of 10 on IMDb, so... Wow, that's like middle of the list. Yeah, that's below. Number 17, Daddy's Home. Haven't seen it. I have seen it. Um, You know, it? comparing it to the sequel, I don't think it's that bad. Because the sequel went way over the top and things that should have been good were not funny at all. Uh, like, for instance, in the second one, Mel Gibson is Mark Wahlberg's father. And, uh... uh I forgot his fucking name again. God damn it. John Lithgow. Thank you. Uh is Will Ferrell's dad and they're they're exactly the same character. So it was it was really just them copying and pasting the first movie and I think that's why Daddy's Home 2 just fell flat with people is because they it was uh, just a copy paste like Hangover 2. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, cuz cuz by the end of the first movie here, Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg get along. And uh, and there's also a fucking ending on this movie that didn't even have a payoff with the second one, which I was kind of sad that they didn't really just go with that as a thing. Uh, but because uh, so Mark Wahlberg is like the is like the hot to trot, like coolest guy ever. Everyone loves him. Whatever he's great at everything. And Will Ferrell is the is the stepfather, and he's a very touchy feeling, caring guy. Why be violent when you can just get a hug? We can just talk our problems out. Violence is never the answer. It has some funny moments. Not the best Will Ferrell movie. Um, but by the end of it, Mark Wahlberg and him kind of see eye to eye. They get along and whatever to help raise the kids. And then at the end, they reveal that John Cena is the father of 
the daughter of the woman that he's about to marry, whatever. So like the rivalry that him and Farrell had is going to be, is the way they lead it up is like, oh man, it's going to be twice as bad because John Cena is her father and he's like Mark Wahlberg was. So it's like, it was a whole thing, but they didn't really use it in the second one. Like I think John Cena makes a brief appearance in the second movie. So it was like, what the fuck was the the point in the ending of your first movie then? If you weren't even going to really say anything? I, I don't know. You know, it's not hard to waste John Cena. John Cena! But it sounds like Cena! they've wasted John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, I mean, it's not terrible. Uh, number 16. Dick. 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 What's Dick. Dick. <clears throat> Less than a year after co-starring in A Night of the Roxbury, Farrell appeared in this deeply silly reimagining of the Watergate scandal that, started, that starred Michelle Williams and Kirsten Dunst as brain-dead teenagers who become unlikely BFFs with President Nixon. A cult classic God. that earned good reviews but little commercial, uh, but little in commercial success. Dick is to our eyes a bit overrated despite a pretty good supporting cast that includes Bruce McCulloch, Anna Gaster, and Harry Shear. Paired alongside Williams and Dunst's airheads, Farrell plays a nincompoop Bob Woodward, but the role doesn't give him much of a chance to cut loose. He's become more famous after exploring other ideas, but this movie is highly overlooked. Oh my god, this movie had Ryan Reynolds in it. Holy shit. I didn't even know about Dick. Dick. So I have to go I've check never out heard of Dick. Him. Yeah, we gotta check out Dick. <laughs> it's got uh, Dan Hedaya as Nixon. Yes. Don't know who that guy is. Uh, another oh, movie I haven't seen, number 15, Winter Passing. Never even heard that one. Never seen it either. It's uh, American indie about a family of writers or intellectuals who are all either <laughs> drunks, bastards, suicidal, or deeply tormented. Yeah, I don't Dude, know. Dude, same. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Check, skip. <laughs> yeah, skip. Number 14, Melinda and Melinda. I haven't seen this I one either. I don't think I've heard of that one either. <laughs> <laughs> it has Robert Downey Jr. in it? <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah. initially they wanted robert downey jr but he, he uh, backed down probably for a good reason ah number drugs, 13 probably blades of glory okay yes this yeah this is a good movie this one i can agree i i do like this one i do i do like blades of glory Chaz michael michaels never touch my brush This movie is awesome. <laughs> Especially the fucking Flash Gordon scene at the end. Flash. Oh, God. Say the rough thing. Yeah, it's, uh, I-, I like Blades of Glory. I actually own a Will Ferrell DVD collection that has Blades of Glory in it. Um, and I watch it, uh, I watch it regularly. Because I do enjoy me some uh, Blades of Glory. Got Jenna Fisher in it. Yeah, Blade, Blades of Glory, you got uh, uh, Will Ferrell and um, um, John Hedder, or Heater, I think it's Hedder. Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, you are correct. 
I had to double check because I don't I actually don't know really know that guy's name. I know I'm pretty sure he's the guy who played Napoleon Dynamite. I just I just don't yes. I just don't remember his name ever. Um, but yeah, they play they play. Uh, oh God, how would you explain the ice skating figure? They're figure skaters. Figure skaters. Okay. Um, and uh, they get banned out after they fight over the who won, and then they have to band together to get into the couples thing. Uh, but yeah, going against them, you have um. Will Arnett and Amy Poehler as sibling rivals <laughs> that are the opposing team, and they just keep trying to get Jenna Fisher's character to fuck Will Ferrell. <laughs> no, fuck uh, John Hatter. Oh, that's right. But that well, no, okay, well, yeah. But then they also try to get her to fuck. Will. It's a whole thing, and it's just funny seeing Jenna Fisher. Like, if you've seen The Office, and then you watch this movie, <laughs> you know I. To be honest, I saw this before I saw The Office. She's just like the shy sister that uh they that Will Arnett and Amy Poehler just kind of push around and make do whatever, and they blame her for their parents getting in a car crash and dying. Um, and they just keep pushing her the whole movie. And Will Ferrell is playing like this sex symbol, like everyone wants to fuck him guy, which yeah, is he has a great, just hilarious. He has a fucking. He has to go to counseling, which is one of my favorite jokes in the whole movie. <laughs> because you know it's we're in the hotel the room. Who addicted sex? But then she, she pulled out some coconut oil. Oh yeah, what'd she do with that coconut oil? She started rubbing it on me. Oh, <laughs> everybody in the meeting gets super horny. Yep, and my favorite fucking joke at that is after it. You can see people in the background exchanging numbers. Yeah. I'm like, of course. That's what would happen. You get a bunch of people who are super horny all the time. Yeah. Oh, Blades of Glory. It's a good one. Everyone should watch it. Oh, definitely. Uh, Casa, de, Casa de Mi Padre. I did not see this one. It's on Netflix. I just have never actually sat down and watched it. You know, I've, I've heard of it, but I've never watched it either. Uh, Farrell's inability to speak Spanish actually does get funnier as the movie goes along, and it's a shot like an old and it's shot like an old Mexican mellow, Mexican melodrama with extreme close-ups and exclamations to the camera. It's mostly to be commended for its rather insane devotion to its concept. It's downright shocking that this movie exists, frankly. Had and a funny spry. Uh, Gail Burnell playing the heavy and clearly having a rollicking good time hanging out with Will Ferrell. Uh, I, yeah, you know, I've heard people talk about this movie. I have not seen it. Again, it's on Netflix. I see it pop up all the time. And uh, I just haven't actually watched it. I, you know, when you said that with the Mexican stuff, I, I've seen a lot of Mexican TV, so. Um, yeah, I know exactly what they're talking about, and it's fucking hilarious. And the fact that that's in there, ooh. Oh, well. Sign me up. It looks like Anthony's going to be checking it out. <laughs> I've actually already, I just added it to my list on Netflix. So here's number 11, um, and it's another one that's in the Will Ferrell collection that I have. Semi-Pro. I enjoy this movie as well. I don't give a fuck who you are. I enjoy this one. You know, you know what I have to say about people who don't enjoy this one? What? They're a bunch of jab turkeys. <laughs> I like this one. What did you just call me? Did you just call me a jab turkey? No, he called you. 
called you a cocksucker. Isn't that right? Yeah, come on, guys. We're all in agreement. We called you a cocksucker. I <laughs> get <laughs> great fucking scene. I didn't bring a loaded gun. You think I'd bring a loaded gun? Ah, <laughs> just starts passing around. <laughs> I know you slept with my wife. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's funny because it actually is true. <laughs> my mom spoke to me in a dream. She told me how to win. She told me of the alley oop. The alley oop. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, that's probably my favorite sports scene right there. Oh. Uh. To put some pro to context, uh, it's uh, it's basically about before the NBA was founded, the littler teams, and it's Will Ferrell uh, being the owner and operator of one of the little teams before it became the NBA, and uh, how he's tried to save the team, but they don't know how to actually play ba- how to actually play basketball. Uh, Will Ferrell used made a huge hit song, so all he knows is how to be a showman. So he only ever focuses on the halftime show. <laughs> One of the like one of the ongoing jokes in this movie that they bring up all the way till the end is the dude that wins the giant ass check. <laughs> it's, it's just they get this stone dude out in the crowd and it's like yeah you get to make the the halfway like the the free throw half court throw and if you get it then you win I think it was what was it like thirty thousand dollars or some shit probably which was a lot of money back then. <laughs> Cause it takes place also during the seventies. Yeah, because they they bring this dude down, and he falls asleep, and they shout at him. He makes the shot, and he makes it. And they're like, "Oh yeah, good for you." He's like, "What are you crazy? We don't have that kind of money." <laughs> <laughs> and they give him the giant check, and he's like, "Oh, cool, man." Can I get a regular size check? No, you gotta take it to a big bank. Did you try taking it to a bigger bank? Fourth place. Fourth place. Fourth place. Woody Harrelson's also in it. It he is. Woody Harrelson plays uh the retired NBA star uh that they pull back in to play for them to help them qualify to be part of the NBA. Uh one of the other the other bits that's like early on in that movie it's like man this is like that time that they killed Bambi oh man I remember that the credits were still rolling and everything (laughs) oh Anthony are you gonna get mad again I I I don't have the list I can't tell you Oh, I don't know, because that kind of makes me mad. Considering that Blades of Glory and Semi-Pro, we just went over. Can you guess what number 10 is? Um. Well, I forgot to turn on the light in this room, so my list... So the room has gotten dark. Anchorman so the, 2. List... No? No, not mad? Oh, here it comes, folks. <laughs> that movie. Jared. Why? 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 This is Zoolander. This is two ladder levels of mediocrity. Yes. Now, 
Don't get me wrong. Anchorman 1, I'm sure, is going to be lower on the list because I haven't said it yet, just like Zoolander. Um, it's a great movie, and when we get to it, gladly talk about it. Anchorman 2, on the other yeah. hand, is much like Zoolander 2, where they relied too much on what the first movie did and didn't try to expand on anything. And it led to only a very few moments in it that were actually genuinely funny. The rest of it was very... Eh. Just eh. Like, because they even do the network fighting like they did in the first one. And they have way more actors in it, so it should have been way fucking funnier. But there's only a, a few moments in that whole scene that is actually funny that made me laugh. Yeah, I hear that there. I think is I that, that the part of it. ghost of Stonewall Jackson? I actually haven't seen this movie because Brick, where did you get a future gun? <laughs> oh, is <laughs> wow! That's a really they did the spear, the grenade joke again, huh? Yeah, they did. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's there's not very many moments in this that I can really say were hilarious. Uh, I know one line that I say out of this all the time is if anyone ever brings up Bat, I use the line out of this movie just because it caught me. It was it could be used. Uh, uh, ch- uh, I want to say Chap, um, the sportscaster, um. He opens up a chicken restaurant, uh, but then he gets shut down because it's oh, revealed good. that all of his chicken is actually bat. <laughs> Will what? What? <laughs> Will Ferrell pulls out a bat wing that's just completely deep fried and breaded, and he's like, is this even edible? Yeah, you know what they say? Bat's like the chicken of the cave. Who says that? Who says that? <laughs> But then that joke gets ruined anyway, almost immediately after in another scene when they bring up Cat, and he's like, oh, you know what they say, Cat's like the chicken of the alleyway. And I'm like, "Eh, you already used that joke earlier, though, and it's not even, there's not even a good reference point like it was with the bat. The bat one was funnier, because it, you know what I mean? And that's the whole point with Anchorman 2, is the whole movie's like that. Where it's like, yeah, I've heard, I've seen and heard that before in the first movie, and it was way funnier then. So I just choose, like Zoolander 2, I choose to pretend that this movie doesn't exist. Yeah, Zoolander. <clears throat> Number nine, Stranger Than Fiction. Okay, yeah, this one's a good one. I like this one. Anthony, why don't you explain to the good people listening here what this movie is? Well, a man named Harold Crick... Um, one day wakes up where he starts hearing narration. And as things are being narrated, it's starting to affect his life. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah. And then he finds out eventually that the person's voice he's hearing is this very famous author who kills people by the end of her books. So he dies? No, he gets saved. Oh, okay. And that's that movie. It is. It is a good movie, though. It is. I would highly recommend it. I mean, I spoiled it if you, if you <coughs> wanted to see it. Spoiled it for you, but yeah, no. Well, in, Will Ferrell. In our defense, it came out in two thousand six, so I don't know what the fuck you've yeah. been doing, but uh, yeah. Anyway, number eight. Zoolander. 
Just do it, relax, just do it. He plays Mugatu. But why Mil Matos? Are you are you kidding me? I, I I just told you why. But why? <laughs> the, I don't know what why your father doesn't like this movie. It's intentionally stupid. I love it really stupid is. humor. Oh. oh no, I love Zoolander. Oh man, yeah, it's all about you have a uh, Will Ferrell, uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell playing uh, uh, Mugatu, who is like this big CEO fashion guy who like runs all the shit, uh, and underneath him you have Derek Zoolander played by Ben Stiller, uh, right alongside Owen Wilson, who <laughs> playing Hansel, um. And they're both airheaded fashion types, except the the Owen Wilson's Hansel character it's is more like the hippie in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> they, they start beating on it. <laughs> anyway, it's a good movie. Uh, it really is. Uh, the gasoline fight definitely. If, in that opening of like towards the opening of that movie, the whole gasoline fight thing's fucking great. <laughs> for context they're filling the car full they're filling the jeep full of gas and ben stiller walks inside to go get slushies and his gaggle of friends are also male models <laughs> and they're, they're all just complete idiots stupid one <laughs> of the guys is cleaning the window he splashes him with his squeegee and they all start having a little water fight. So what is the guy doing filling gas? Oh, well, he just takes it out and starts using that. <laughs> and it's and it's a whole, like, montage scene. Let me tell you about my best friend. And they're just fighting each other like gasoline. <laughs> and then one of them smokes. No! It just goes to show that even Milmatos can die in a freak gasoline fight accident. <laughs> the reaction of everyone at that funeral of like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> oh, God. I gotta watch Zoolander again. Oh, it makes me want to go back and watch it. Oh, Zoolander, I can definitely agree there. That's a good one. Number seven, The Other Guys. You know, I'm going to confess. If, I swear to God, if you say you hate this movie, I'm going to fucking throw something. I, I don't hate this movie. I've never seen it. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? I'm not. I've this never seen This is totally Neil up your alley. <laughs> I've seen one scene from it. What? And it's the aim for the bushes scene. <laughs> Hang for the bushes? Yeah. Okay, so... To, Why did they jump? Okay, Anthony, I'm going to walk you through this scene. I swear to God, and uh, I'm, uh, that's another big announcement that'll be coming up very short, very soon. Uh, but soon, I'll be, I'm going to sit you down and watch this with you, because to, to put that scene into context, you have The Rock and Samuel Jackson, and they're like the best detectives. Everyone loves them. And they're chasing these guys that zip line down off a roof, 
And then it's just those two on the top of the roof looking at him like, oh, man. And then you hear the drums of of uh, Foo Fighters. Do, 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 do. Aim for the bushes. Aim for the bushes. And they jump off as you hear, there goes my hero. <laughs> and then if I'm remembering the scene that I saw correctly, it hard cuts. <laughs> oh, no, you just watch him fall down and just smack. <laughs> and it hard cuts to the funeral. <laughs> And the voiceover of Ice Cube just like, nobody knows what they were aiming for that day. <laughs> 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 oh, but man, this, this is also where uh, Gator Don't Play That Shit comes from. It's the same movie. <laughs> like, okay, so Will Ferrell in college... He, like, goes on this whole story with Mark Wahlberg about how he became a pimp, and Will Ferrell tries to defend it and say he wasn't. Like, well, you know, I took her on a date and made sure nothing happened and make sure things went well. And then afterwards, she paid me for my service, and uh, word got around, and, you know, then everybody started coming to me. And he, like, goes on about this whole story, and he, like, shows him as a gangster with his grill. Like, Gator, don't play that shit! (laughs) I'll make sure my women get paid. And he cuts out of the flashback, and you have Mark Wahlberg just staring at him like, you were straight up a pimp. No, I don't know what you're talking I wasn't a pimp. You you were a pimp. That is a class A definition of a pimp. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Anthony, I can't believe you have fucking seen this. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> oh, this is such, a, it is such a year movie. I, I would have thought you would have seen it. A million times by now. Uh, it's a great, it's a great pairing of using Mark Wahlberg and Will Ferrell. Way better than Daddy's Home. Fuck that movie. The other guys is the one you want to go with for those two. Um, number six, the Lego Movie, where Will Ferrell plays the villain. Yeah, that that's a good one. I'll leave that to you because I don't really have an opinion. <clears throat> uh, number uh, moving on. Yeah, number no, he's, he's no, yeah, moving on. <laughs> I, I, I've seen it once or twice. I mean, I thought it was okay. I don't think it needed a sequel, uh, but that's just me. I haven't watched a sequel because I just don't feel that it really needed it. I haven't seen it either. Number five, Talladega Nights, The Battle of Rick and Bobby. If you ain't first, you're last. That's not true. You can be second. You could be third. <laughs> it's fucking... His fucking dad coming back after all those years. Like, you told me that. If you ain't first, you're last. Boy, that don't make a lick of goddamn sense. That that don't make any sense. You can be second. You can be third. There's fourth, fifth. Hell, there could be as however many places there are. <laughs> I was high and drunk when I told you that. <laughs> oh... But yeah, this is a, a NASCAR movie that's a funny movie. It's not a serious one, like the one with, uh, I believe... Well, yeah, it involves NASCAR. I, I believe Ooh. Tom Cruise is in the more serious one. I don't know. I've never seen NASCAR movies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's one with Tom Cruise that came out in the 90s. Or maybe it's early 2000s. I know it exists. No, that's Top Gun. That's about planes. No, no, there's one about, there's one about NASCAR. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun 2, NASCAR. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, just wait. 
Talladega Nights, uh, it's a funny one. Number four. Old school. You know, through this... We're every... going streaking! <laughs> I always like, you're my boy, Blue. You're my boy. That, that movie's good. I, that, I that's love, a really fun movie. I love old school. Old school is another one of those ones that I put in just one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies ever. Fucking old school. I don't give a shit. It's great. <laughs> uh, when he tries to sing Dust in the Wind. <laughs> Duh, at Blue's funeral. He's my boy, Blue. Yeah, my, my boy, Blue! Oh, we've also... Blue has uh, a heart attack because he saw titties. <laughs> Co-ed titties. <laughs> anyway, number three, Elf. That is a good movie. It is. It is a. It is a good children's movie. Um, it. It is my favorite. One of my favorite Christmas movies. Oh, look at that! We got Anthony's favorite Christmas movie on this list. What do you imagine? Well, not my favorite. One of my favorites. Oh, one of my bad. Fuck me for making a correction. <laughs> Maybe later, Daddy. Number two, Step Brothers. Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody told me that I couldn't be a dinosaur, that I had to grow up. (laughs) I want to be a T-Rex, damn it. It's a Catalina wine mixer. fucking Catalina wine mixer. I just love how fucking Will Ferrell does, like, the big, long opera (laughs) thing, and then there's just John Z. Riley hitting the drums. Doing the chimes. All right, and the last one, number one. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Megamind. Anchorman. Where's Megamind? Megamind is not on this list. (laughs) Fuck this list. I'm done. (laughs) Well, Megamind is where Anthony draws the line. But while Anthony's gone, I will tell you to go check out Anchorman because that one is way better than Anchorman 2. Uh, Anchorman 1 is fucking hilarious. Santiago like we, we, means a whale's vagina. I I think it means Saint Diego. No, I'm pretty sure it means a whale's vagina. Yeah. Um, I like how we talked a lot about the terrible ones because everyone has seen the best movie. Oh God, yeah. Because you know why? Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. Oh, God. Rick, where'd you get a grenade? I don't know. <laughs> I killed a guy with a trident. Yeah, I've been meaning to talk to you. Yeah. You're going to want to lay low. <laughs> You're probably wanted for murder. <laughs> I think that's one of my favorite fucking jokes because no one would ever talk about that. It's just like, yeah, you killed people. I think you were the only one who did. <laughs> It's one of those things that when it happened in that scene, I thought it was just going to be completely glossed over that he straight up murdered people. <laughs> they immediately brought that up. <laughs> Don't act like you're not impressed. Oh, good movie. Um, go check out all these. Anthony, what do you have to say about Megamind before we, before we sign off and uh, finish out? Megamind is probably one of the best Will Ferrell is the best Will Ferrell movie ever made. Everyone should watch it. It's a great deconstruction of hero movies, especially nowadays. 
Everyone should watch it. All right. Well, you know, I'll take your opinion for it. I think I think I've seen that one. I think I've seen that one a couple times. Uh, oh, you should see it again. Maybe, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. You're not my dad. So everyone, uh, again. Not yet. Oh boy. Here we go again. Talking about fucking my mom. Why don't you leave my mom out of this? All right. Why don't okay. you go fuck okay, someone else's mom? Okay, I'll just fuck your dad. That's fine. So again, I'll be your dad that way. <laughs> God damn it. So guys, again, episode fifty will be delayed by a week, and we're sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not really. I just want to make sure it's good because uh, I want to make sure we have everything. Because again, fifty episodes. Me and Anthony didn't think we'd get this far, so we want to make sure it's special. Um, but uh, you know, you'll have Outside next week. We'll have something special come out on Monday. Uh, come check us out on Fireside Live. Go check our social medias, our Oddcast Network on Facebook, at Oddcast and on Twitter, oddcastmediagmail.com, uh, and the Odd Jokey Pants on Instagram. We'll have more info as the week, uh, as uh, tomorrow goes, we'll have more info. I'll be posting that Twitch uh, all weekend, uh, even Saturday, so you can go check it out. Um, Infocast 5000, it's going to be a fun one. They're a cool couple guys. We're very excited to have I- them I'm on. excited. I'm excited. Um... Anthony, anything you want to uh, say? Um, Castlevania Season 3 coming out. Speaking of which, Altered Carbon uh, Season 2 dropped today. I'm going to be checking that out. I really like Season 1. So I'm going to check All that right. out. Yeah, other, than that, other than that, no, got nothing. All right, well, until next time, we're the Odd Cast, and we're telling you to stay odd, stay beautiful, and we'll talk to you all very soon. Ta-ta, take care, all righty, bye-bye then. Bye-bye. Hey, just want to say thank you all for taking a listen. Uh, if there's anything you guys want to let us know, oddcastmedia at gmail.com. Uh, but really, guys, go over to that Patreon, patreon.com slash oddcast. Show your support for a dollar a month. We're putting out bonus episodes with some new stuff we're doing. Um, as well, guys, you can always check out our sponsors. Uh, you know, we have that stitcherpremium.com sponsor going. Go ahead and go check them out and any other sponsors we get. But most of all, it's not possible without people listening like yourself. So we thank you very, very much, and we hope to bring you even more as time goes on. You all take care. Have a great life. Stay odd.